Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Shirley Academy podcast. You have entered into episode three in our season on healthcare leadership. I'm so glad to have you back with me again. Let's jump right in. As we have delved into episode three, today we're talking about leadership failures. Leadership failures. We're going to be looking again at Thor and looking at some of the, his greatest leadership failures. Often, we as leaders don't let the failure be seen. We kind of take the failure as a bad or negative thing and we look at it and we say, well, I never should have made that mistake or I don't want others to understand or to know my failure. And in doing that, we don't have the transparency necessary so that others can glean from our failures and then they can grow. And really and truly, we take failure as a negative thing and failure should actually be a positive thing because often with failure, there is great and tremendous growth. And those that are looking to healthcare leaders and they're coming up and they're looking to be mentored and they're your subordinates and they're working underneath you, they need to see healthy failure. They don't need a false perception, a false perspective of what failure looks like, but they need someone that can fail openly, publicly, that they can show how to get back up and how to take that failure and turn it into success. So I encourage all those that are healthcare leaders to not look at failure as something negative, but look at it as a way to grow. So before we get into episode three in depth, I want to just recap episode two and the three leadership principles that we gleaned from Thor. The first one was we looked at Thor as a leader protector. We see whether it was with Banner and the alien or Valkyrie with Hela, Thor was there and he was protecting those that were his friends, were his allies, and even in some cases with Loki, those who were not and they were his foe, he still protected them. The leader must be a protector. And we talked about that last week. And we see from Thor that he protected his those that was underneath his care, just as the healthcare leader in the environment and whether it's an office, institution, or facility, we have to protect our staff. We have to be there. We have to be a team player, be on one accord, and really serve as that protector, that person that's not going to expose but protect those that work underneath them. And then we looked at point number two. Kings do not seek war. They prepare for it. So we looked and we saw how Thor was proactive. We looked at how he really took a good look at the character of Loki and he knew who he was dealing with. So while he did not go out and engage to fight or start a battle, we understand that he knew how Loki was and how mischievous he was. So they had an instance where they were escaping in the island of Sakaar and they were supposed to be working together, but how many of us <laughs> we see that sometimes you think you're working together with people, but you're actually not. And there's like a barrier and there's some deception there. So we understand that Loki was constantly in mischief and deception. So although Thor was working together with him, Loki had his own plan. He had his own idea. And because of how proactive Thor was, he prepared for it. 
he prepared for it. Although he did not seek out a battle, he did not seek out to engage in something that would cause an issue, but he had to be proactive when he was dealing with Loki. So of course we see how he was 10 steps ahead of him. He made sure that when they were going to escape the island, that when Loki tried to pull a deceptive maneuver, he was ahead of him and he left, he escaped clean and clear. And Loki was left there on the floor, basically electrocuted because he had anticipated that he was going to be a roadblock. So he set up something to ensure that that was not going to hinder him. And then we talked about number three, anger and self-control. We saw how Thor was supposed to be crown king of Asgard and he lost complete control. His anger got out of hand because the Frost Giants broke the treaty and invaded the palace. So he just went off and demolished everything. And there was great loss because of that. And oftentimes in an environment where you are the leader and you are to keep your composure and you are to have the communication skills and the things necessary, when we allow anger and a lack of self-control to take first place, then we see a loss. We see a loss of respect for those that are underneath you. We see a loss in terms of his authority because he lost to be crowned king of Asgard, he lost that. And many times we will lose our position of authority while it may not be taken away from us. We will lose the respect from those that value and trust us the most. So again, just as a recap, the leader protector, kings do not seek after war, they prepare for it and control your anger and use self-control. We understand that we work in the healthcare facility, constant change, constant transition. So often things are very difficult to manage, whether it's staffing, whether it's constant electronic health record changes, whether it's constant regulation changes from the insurance company. We are constantly in an ever-growing environment. So the frustration of what we deal with on a regular basis is just at level 12. I mean, just imagine being on the phone with an insurance company and being on hold, my goodness, for an hour. You know, those are the things that you face, the patience that you need to deal with these different issues that come up during the day. It's tremendous. But we understand that as we walk through this and as we learn and as we grow as a healthcare leader, that things will begin to get easier. So as we dig into leadership failure today, we're going to talk about how Thor handled his failure. Really, when you think about it, in every aspect of your life, you will deal with failure. In every aspect, whether you are a parent dealing with a child, whether you have failed at another position in an organization, whether you have failed a test. And we understand in the healthcare field, I mean, we have nurses that take the NCLEX and I'm sure it is tremendous failure um, in not passing that. I'm sure there are physicians that have taken the MCAT and they have failed and had to retake the MCAT. There are medical billers and coders that take CPC certification or CCS certification, which is through AHIMA or some through AAPC to become a certified professional coder or a certified coding specialist. And they take the exam, they study, and they fail. 
And when those things happen, often we kind of get in a funk where we feel as though we can't move past that failure. We have roadblocks in our mind and in our heart, and then it doesn't help us to move forward appropriately. So that's why we really want to touch on leadership failures, because we want to understand that failure is not the end. So when you look at Thor, when we take this apart somewhat, we see that um, the first and greatest failure that he encountered was when he had the opportunity and Thanos, who was his rival, had all of the infinity stones in his hand. And with one click, he was going to wipe out the population in the earth and millions and millions of people would disappear. So Thor got one chance to come at him and to attack him. And what he did was, he did what he normally did. He called forth his hammer. He went and the hammer went right into his chest. And because the hammer went into his chest, his hand was still free. And he made the statement to Thor and said, you should have went for the head. And he took his hand, pressed down, and millions of people were now wiped out. So Thor had the opportunity to save basically almost the entire world. And what happened was he used a a method that he really shouldn't have. He was not aware of really who he was. Although he was aware who he was dealing with, he really did not think through his decision to attack him. And because of that, almost all of the population was wiped out. So When Thor went through this failure, we find that he just got so depressed about this. He really didn't know what to do. He was struggling. And then we find him in the next series with Marvel in the Endgame. And we find that he's gained weight. He's drinking. He becomes an alcoholic. He just cannot deal with the failure of what he did, and not defeating Thanos. So often with us as leaders, we look at the failure and we give up. And that's kind of like what you see in the last stage with Thor. He just gave up. He said, you know what? This is too hard. This is too difficult. He couldn't recuperate from that failure that he made. And often as leaders, we can't recuperate. We look at things and we try to correct it instead of or or we try to rationalize we try to reason and then we just get in an all-out slump and we look at things in a perspective that's not even realistic so he really got in his emotions and he became completely ineffective so As we mentioned before, we mentioned, you know, taking exams. We mentioned taking tests. I mean, often when there's these certification exams, especially for those that are medical coders, medical billers, and they're taking exams or certifications, those that are in quality assurance or compliance, they take auditing certifications and exams. And obviously, you know, as we mentioned, nurses and physicians, um, When there's that degree of failure, 
when this is your moment, this is your big moment. This is when you're supposed to smash it. This is when you're supposed to kill it. This is when you go to your next level and your next season by taking this test, conquering it and moving forward. And then you failed. You can get into a slump. You can get into a state where you begin to become ineffective. And that's really not a place that we want to be in. We want to be in a place where we're moving forward because as we said with healthcare, healthcare is always moving forward. It's always moving forward. It's always changing. So we have to understand that failure is part of the process. So if we fail the test, like something like the CPC, Certified Professional Coder, or the CCS, or any type of coding exam, or even a nursing test, we have to get back up, pick ourselves up, begin to study and regroup Find out the key areas that we need help on and we need to move forward. Now, in the case where it's a coding certification, it's very important that you understand the areas where you did not do good in, the areas where you did not do well in. You want to make sure to target those areas. And then what you want to do is after you've pinpointed them, you want to apply strategic, timely studying techniques to those areas every day. I think one of the biggest ways that I see people fail with the uh, medical coding exams is when they don't understand the areas they failed in. And when you don't understand something, right, it's inevitable to keep repeating it over and over. And just because you know the answer to something does not mean that you understand it. So it's very important for those that are taking a medical coding exam to ensure that they understand the material. If that means that, you know what, you've read it, you read the guidelines, you read an ICD-10 guideline, or you've read something over and over, but you just are not quite getting it. It's time to move to a different strategy. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, repeating it over and over and expecting a different result. We want results. Those of us that take the medical coding certification, we want results. This is our livelihood. This is where we can excel and grow. This is where the income is being generated and coming from. So it's important to understand exactly what the areas are and what we need to do to correct them. So if you find that the auditory is not helping you, the hearing it or the reading it, Take it into seeing it. Go into it visually. Look for videos and things that's going to help you to understand the information. Because again, you don't have to fail. It's not necessary. Thor failed because he neglected to understand at that moment how he needed to attack Thanos. It's the same thing when you're taking an exam or a test or learning medical coding or learning medical billing. How do I attack this? What is the best way that I can use to strategize and come up with something so that I can attack this exam and conquer it? Not just to take it and bypass everything, but to really conquer it and excel. So today I'm really encouraging those that have failed in any capacity to really reevaluate and kind of look at it from a different perspective. Then we also have failure on an administrative end. And what I mean by that is that 
you know, often as leaders of healthcare organizations, we are faced with making decisions with very limited information. Oftentimes we don't have enough information that's really going to allow us to make a very good and solid decision. You know, if I had to think about an area where I felt that there was a lot of regret and failure in the healthcare field, I would have to pick electronic health record selection. Countless times I've seen practice and facilities go to purchase an electronic health record. And sometimes, um, no matter how much time is invested into it, after purchasing that product, you can still feel like you failed your practice, you failed your organization, you failed your hospital, because that electronic health record does not do what you thought it could do. So it seems as if it was a failure. But that failure is just an opportunity to develop better and stronger processes and systems. And it lets you know what to look for the next time. So if you've purchased the electronic health record, and there's a myriad of them out there, and you feel as though, my God, this thing does not do at all what the contract says, don't take it and look at it as a failure. Look at it as Let me take a step back because often you're presented with information, limited information at best, and without actually doing very thorough research sometimes. And that's obviously what we all want to do with the electronic health record. But at times, there are things that's very specific to the particular organization. What a private practice physician needs from an EHR is going to be very different than what an ambulatory service center provider needs. What a mental health provider needs from an EHR is going to look different than an urgent care facility. So when it comes to selecting a software and thinking that everything will be 100%, we have to become more realistic. And in some ways, that software will fail us. But what we have to do is have a process in place which leads back to Thor and Loki. Thor anticipated Loki's actions, as I said in season, in the season on healthcare leadership in episode two. He anticipated that there would be resistance. So you have to anticipate that there will be a level of failure in your implementation for your electronic health record, that there will not be 100% with everything. And you have to develop that into your workflow, into your implementation, and into your rollout. I think um, one of the greatest failures as healthcare professionals when it comes to the electronic health record that we could probably avoid is not enough hands-on visual looking into the program and visiting practices. Because we look at the financial implications and we look at that part. So we say, oh, wow, this is a great price. Here's the bottom line. But we don't understand that if that EHR software does not perform the way that we need it to, we'll be spending more money on staffing because it becomes ineffective. So what we need to do is invest the time up front to have key individuals in our organization visit other practices and model what we currently do, what our current practices are at those organizations 
We need to develop test servers and systems to begin to test out data and take a more proactive approach. So some of the failure could actually be thwarted through our approach. As we end it up, as we are wrapping up episode three, again, I just want to remind you, no matter what area you're in, no matter what facility you're in, we have to prepare and anticipate failure and not to be afraid of it and not to back down from it, not to begin into a slump like Thor did, not to take it as something that's just, we should never fail, but take it as something positive and begin to take those failures and turn them into successes. Begin to understand how we can come up with better systems, better processes, just a better overall experience. And this way, when others see this, they can model our failure, turn it into success, and we can really serve to move our healthcare facility forward. Thank you so much for joining me. And I invite you um, to next week where we'll continue our discussion on leadership failure. For more information on Shirley Academy or Patricia, please follow her on Instagram at Shirley Academy 360 and on Twitter at Shirley underscore